Um, in general, though, what do you think about homework? JFK Jr. being a COVID vaccine peddler is hilarious. Hell yeah, man. You create fog and then send a hurricane right through there. Oh my God. Bro, like that's bigger than a, a nuclear bomb. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Alright, you want to get started? Yeah, hot headlines. I tried the Travis Scott burger. Oh, yeah? It's kind of right. Really? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty good. So what's so special about this Travis Scott burger? This is at McDonald's for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah, uh, it just has bacon on it. It's like a quarter pounder with bacon, and then it has mustard and I think like diced onion and maybe like small pickles. Mm. Like there's not much of a difference with it, but I thought it was cool. Is it like special sauce? No, I don't think so. It's fucking ketchup. Yeah, ketchup and mustard. It's cool. Yeah. That was six bucks. I was like, I was about to order a 10-piece nugget meal, and then I was like, wow, I can get a burger, a fry, and a drink for $6? I was like, fuck it. Yeah. It was weird asking for the Travis Scott meal, though. I wonder how much Travis Scott gets paid per purchase. Yeah, he's got to be making a grip off of that. He's got to be making hella. Yeah. And then you show me the, um, I don't know if you showed me or I showed you. Oh, Whatever. The merch. Yeah, the merch link. Um, yeah. Bro, that shit. It's crazy. Like, it's not for me, but it's really dope what Travis is doing. It was like 300 bucks for a pair of jeans, like 150 <laughs> bucks for a pillow. It was like a pair of Visus with the uh, with the McDonald's logo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. That's funny. They should pair with Evisu. That'd be cool. Because, I mean, their logos are damn near identical. Yeah. Watch Supreme come out with, like, a Supreme Avisu short. I can see that. We should stop giving people ideas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jimmy Carter is fully aware his son smoked with Willie Nelson on the White House roof. Dope. Yeah. That's was cool. uh, Sloan Kettering and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> what was the other guy's name? I don't remember. Johnny Hopkins? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see that former Jets wide receiver Josh Bellamy has been charged for this alleg- his alleged participation in a $24 million COVID-19 relief fraud scheme? Mm. Seems like there's... I want to see a list... Of all the people who have somehow embezzled or did some fraud shit that has to do with COVID relief yeah. funds. Because it seems like there's a new person every single day. And I think the reason he get, he got caught is because, well, first, the company that he took the PPP loan out was for over a million dollars. And it was to Drip Entertainment LLC. <laughs> and he per- allegedly purchased more than 100,000 luxury goods using proceeds of this loan. He also is alleged to have spent more than 60 grand in PPP loans. Drip goods, huh? Drip Entertainment. Oh, Drip Entertainment. My bad. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, um, it is crazy, though, how we hear about his, but we don't hear about other people stealing from the PPP loans. But I think with in his case, mm-hmm. he might have just been a little too loud about it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I mean, you just got to get the drip off, I guess. North Korea orders to shoot and kill COVID-19 positive citizens to prevent spread of virus. That's crazy. That is crazy. Imagine living in a place where you get sick involuntarily. Yep. And they're hunting you. Yeah. And didn't Trump just tweet something about Kim Jong-un, like he's alive and healthy and thriving or some weird shit? I don't know, but I mean, I would not be surprised because I feel yeah, like Trump I... really wants that dick, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his obsession, he wants a three-way with him and Putin. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> that is nasty. Yeah. Uh, Lou Williams has uh, trademarked the lemon Lu- lemon pepper Lou name. Oh, okay. Well, that's dope. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, man, you might as well take something that was negative and make a positive out of it, so yeah. shout out to him. Uh, a 12-year-old was suspended in Colorado over a toy gun seen in virtual class. I did see that. Man, later I'll talk about this more, but this virtual class situation is crazy, bro. My son, he's in second grade. Yeah. And... 
I also got another story that I could tell you about a teacher that I'm very close to. Yeah. That accidentally fucked up. Oh, God. But yeah, we'll talk about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Nash says that he definitely feels that he benefited from white privilege. He says he did skip the line to become an NBA coach and has acknowledged criticisms from analysts in the process. I mean, what else? Yeah, what, to what is he going to do? Say, oh, I don't think so. Like, yeah. I mean, shout out to him for at least stepping up and taking responsibility, I guess. I don't. It's weird, man. We're at a weird point right now where it's like everyone is happy when white people don't succeed. Right. But there are some white people that I feel should succeed. We should not be so quick to cancel people. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? You see what I'm talking about? Or to just disregard people's entire resumes just because of the color of their skin. Thank you. That you said that way better. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. It's like, I mean, he's qualified though. Yeah. I mean, mean, he might not have coached before, but his basketball resume speaks for itself. His respect amongst players speaks for itself. Would I have loved to see a black coach there? Sure. I would have loved to see like Tyron Lue there, but I do think that Steve Nash for Kyrie is going to excel that team. And as a private organization, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, too. It'd be cool if he he got some people from the the Suns to be on the bench with them. I did hear a rumor that he was trying to get Dirk on on the bench. Ooh, wow! I think that'd be awesome for that'd KD. That'd be crazy. That'd be so dope. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome for Katie. Katie okay. would benefit a lot from that. Hell yeah! This happened probably right after we recorded last week. But did you see the video of the one chick? who uh, the airplane was parked on the tarmac for whatever reason. You know how airplanes get delayed on the tarmac. Yeah. And she opened the emergency exit over the wing. Oh, no. I think you did. Show, you sent this to yeah, me. Yeah. She walked out on the fucking airplane wing on the, the tarmac Dude. to stretch her legs, bro. Like, if you wanted to see what Entitled looks like. Yeah. Boom. There you go. That's so crazy. Especially during fucking COVID. Like, there's just so much going on, and you're just out here doing whatever you want to. Yeah, this was Ukraine Airlines, and they have banned the woman from flying uh, with the airlines in the future. But I'm thinking, like, she's... I feel like this is a bigger flight risk. Yeah. Like, you, you don't open that door. Yeah. Period. You know what I mean? Did I ever tell you about the coworker that I had? She She's from... Um, man, I'm going to get this wrong. Nepal. She's from Nepal. Definitely didn't get it wrong. But apparently, they're... Their pilots aren't even trained. It's like a it's a status symbol to be a pilot in Nepal. So they pay to get into it, and they have like the highest number of airplane crashes. Or it was something. like one in three. Yeah, like I remember seeing that's some stat like that. Wild, dude. Yeah, that's pretty. Whew. Yikes! I don't even let somebody work on my car. They don't have a certification, much less fly a plane. That's real talk. Uh, did you see that uh, Donald Glover and team have completed the writing for season three and season four of? Atlanta, but they still haven't filmed it. it sucks because I feel mm-hmm. like we've been waiting for a long time for that, but I guess COVID. I actually just started rewatching Atlanta. Fucking amazing Dude, show. one of the best shows. Yeah, it's really well done. Um, I thought he was done on uh, season two. Like, I thought he, he said that he was finished. Oh, maybe. I don't. <clears throat> oh, yeah, maybe. I, I do remember something about them saying that Atlanta wasn't going to go on any longer. Mm-hmm. Because this was like in the, like, I would bounce between Atlanta and, um, insecure mm-hmm. and whatever snowfall was snowfall like, yeah. like all these things were on at the same time so i was like anticipating for like the next season to come out yeah and they're like yeah atlanta's done uh speaking of dope ass shows though actually i'll do that for my picks okay. oh yeah did you see that uh the doj is going to be uh they're going to assume responsibility for defending trump in a defamation lawsuit brought by a woman who says trump raped her in the 90s Mm. And this was prior to his presidency so why the fuck are we using the doj to fight his rape cases yeah that is pretty crazy that is nuts, man. Like, hey, are you surprised? No. Okay. No. And I, I, it's actually, I'm actually surprised that they didn't try to do this sooner. Honestly, that's true. Dude, just hand over your DNA. You want to be cleared of all do- wrongdoing? Stick one of those Corona tests up your nose and give it to them. Did you see that there's a Kentucky driver that was pulled over after officers spots him with a hand-drawn license plate on his car, <laughs> bro? 
Hey, I'm not gonna lie. Like from a distance, it looks like it could be. Uh, that is hella funny. It looks like it could be somewhat real, I guess. Yeah. Oh, actually, that looks actually pretty legit. I mean, from a distance. From a distance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, up close, you can definitely tell. You can tell he, like the, there's finger smudges and shit. And on And the lettering head. is like like one letter is fatter than the other one. I don't know if he did this intentionally, but he didn't fill in the numbers 100%. It's 90% filled. Yeah, it looks like it. But it almost resembles like if light were to hit the license plate. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Or, I don't think he did that on purpose. Or that it's uh, it's a little bit rusty, like it's a little bit old. Yeah. That's hella funny. That is hella funny. Yeah, we're going to have to show y'all a picture of this. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll be on the... Uh... The YouTube. I thought this was pretty cool. There's a new program in Denver that sends a paramedic plus a mental health expert to 911 calls instead of police. So far, the van that they send out has taken more than 350 calls without once having to call in police backup. Hmm. I think that's cool because especially, cool. did you see the the young man that was killed by the police? Um, he had he was had a mental illness. It was in New York. He was 19. It was recently. Yeah, and they called his brother called because he was having a mental health episode, and they claimed that he kept saying that he had corona and he was spitting on him, so they put a bag over his head and. They asphyxiated him Yikes. on the ground. Yeah. That's See, the, 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 the cops aren't trained to handle that kind of stuff. Like, you need a, a person that's trained to be able to stop a mental health thing. And how many of these are mental health cases where people get killed by the cops? Because okay. they don't know about the person. All they see is somebody acting crazy, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully we start seeing more of, a, like, a social services push with with them cutting some of the police budgets now. Did you see that Donald Trump tweeted out 10.6 million jobs created in just four months? A I, record. Dude, I'm so sick of watching those new job reports. These aren't new jobs. These are the jobs we lost when the fucking pandemic happened. This is what I mean, though, by he takes a fact. That mm-hmm. is a fact. It is a fact. But he twists the shit. It's like, yeah, you are correct. In the past four months, like you said, we did make these 10 million jobs come back yeah that were already there exactly but you're not accounting for the 20 million other jobs that still have not been filled right or on the news when they say uh unemployment's at its lowest because the new unemployment claims went under a million it's like oh unemployment's under a million for the first time in months it's like no the new claims that doesn't mean that people aren't still on unemployment that exactly. just means people new people aren't filing for it yeah because everyone else has already filed <laughs> yeah because everybody else has been on unemployment for fucking months oh man trump is a fucking goober bro <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, I gotta give him credit though. Though his spin game is wild. It's wild. I mean, he can't get us because you know. Oh, but I, see I can. I can see other people getting duped. Oh, I did want to say for anybody that's in uh, New York, they're now offering three free meals a day to any New Yorker who wants one. No ID required, and nobody will be turned away. Uh, this is for the school food of NY. And yeah, they're handing out meals. Is all you have to do is to show up. That's what's up. Yeah. So if anybody <laughs> in New York knows anybody that's in need right now, I'm sure a lot of people are are suffering. Did you see that uh, Denver had a winter storm watch just two days mm-hmm. after the city hit 101 degrees? Crazy. How, bro? I'm, I'm telling you, that fucking airport. Oh well, we can God. get into it later, but it might be the, the weather machine, too. Yeah, man. Harp. I do think this is a pretty crazy stat. So, you know, Trump has been pretty much running his whole campaign off of this whole law and order, creating fear that you're in Joe Biden's America or you're going to be... Well, the highest crime rates by state, first is Alaska, Republican. Third is Tennessee, Republican. Arkansas, four, Republican. Alabama, seven, Republican. Missouri, eight, Republican. Nine, South Carolina, Republican. Ten, Arizona, Republican. Seven out of ten. Damn. I don't see Oregon on there. Mm -hmm. I don't see Washington on there. I don't see California on there. And those are the ones where he's saying all this law and order stuff. That's crazy. Oh, man. All it takes is just a a little quick Google. Just just a little bit. Just a little. Oh, this is by far one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Did you see that Trump hired a fake Obama? What? 
So in the in his upcoming book, Michael Cohen writes, Donald Trump's disdain for Obama was so extreme he hired a Fox Obama. Is that how you say that? Fox? Oh. Oh? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> to participate in a video in which he ritualist ritualistically belittled the first black president and then fired him. Hmm. This is like uh, Mariah Carey's Why Are You Obsessed With Me? Yeah. And she brought in the Eminem lookalike. Oh, my God. Dude, that was a wild time. Yeah. And then remember when Gucci and Eminem almost got into a beef over that because he was on that song? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, Gucci's probably the last person you yeah, want to be with. Yeah. Eminem did have a crazy-ass comeback to that shit, though. Yeah. And lured in the cannon. Yeah. yeah. He took a couple people out with that. Yeah. I mean, did. not took him out, but you know what I mean. He, look, he took himself out, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a fucking G. That's crazy. Um... But yeah, that's nuts. He hired a fake Obama just so he could be little. That's a little dick energy. Yeah, it is. A Kentucky man. Everything's Kentucky these days. Dude, it used to be Florida, man. Kentucky now it's Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky man accused of stealing a police canine, luring him, luring him out with Vienna sausages. <laughs> Why? Did Why'd he drain you... the Vienna sausage juice first? I don't know. Because that bro. shit is disgusting. I don't know. I tried one before when I was younger, bro. I, ooh, man, ooh. so in Guam, those are like, that's like a, I wouldn't say a delicacy, but people love Vienna sausage and they love, um, Spam. But See, like, I love spam. But my grandpa eats it like straight out of the can, no cooking, no nothing. Fuck that. Same with the Vienna sausage. Fuck that. Ugh. And now looking back on Vienna sausage as a kid, I was like, I wonder what's really in that shit. Bro, who knows? Because you who can't knows have, what spam is. You can't have soft like butter pig skin or whatever the fuck it was supposed to be. Yeah. That's nasty now. I don't even try to look into spam because I enjoy it too much. Even hot dogs. Like I don't look into that shit. Oh, yeah. I don't like hot dogs like that, yeah. but I'm still not going to look a, into it. You're not a big fan of the glizzy? No. You're not going to catch me eating no glizzy. Hey, man. Oh, never mind. I was going to say that. <laughs> so while I was going to say it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just kid it. Uh, active shooter drills in schools have become a $2. billion industry. New research shows they have no value in keeping kids safe and are responsible for an increase in mental health problems for kids, especially younger ones. Yeah, you got a bunch of police officers walking around with guns in your school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like... The police officer when we were in high school, he, I never, re- I didn't feel like he was there for my safety. I feel like I felt like he was there to take down students if they were doing some crazy shit. Yeah. Like I didn't feel like he was there to protect the students. I feel like he was there to protect the school. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's kind of wild to I me. I remember our, our middle school security guard. He was dope as fuck. He was hella cool. I don't even remember his name. That's crazy. You got to have a security guard in middle school. Exactly. I remember one time uh, Bryant and I went to. We, it was like the middle of the summertime and we were bored and we went to Camelot to skateboard. And they had this like little short uh, security guard where he was like a school police officer come out and he's like, you guys can't be skating here. And then he like stares at Bart and he looks up and he goes, damn, how tall are you? <laughs> I was like, bro, what the fuck? You just kicked us out of here. Yeah. Bro. Am I answering any more questions? Yeah, don't try to be fuck my out friend, of here. Yeah. bitch. Oh man, did you see the, uh, a fire spark or that one of the California wildfires was sparked by a gender reveal yeah. item? I don't know what, it, so it's like the little like Probably incendiary like a, device, right? Like a sparkler type thing where mm-hmm. it just like pops out and has all the smoke behind it but i mean there has to be like some type of ignition to yeah. shoot the shit out you know what i mean but yeah that's crazy you know what else is crazy about all these fires so i remember this maybe like i don't know i was still living at house this might have been this was a minute ago right and i remember either my mom or dad like there's another copycat arsonist again and they're hmm. they were talking about like the freeway fires and stuff and i don't know if you've noticed lately like there's like hella little fires around us right yeah, now they just uh the police just caught somebody on by parkland trying to set a yeah, fire it's like a thing where people like as soon as like all these fires start people just go out and start lighting shit on fire it's so weird it's dude. hella weird man it's like i don't know what it is it's like this weird thing that's like oh that does that sounds fun let me go do that too it's almost like when you see like um like school shootings right mm-hmm. like you know how they're like clumped in waves yeah they come in like clusters yeah yeah it's like the same shit it's like they see it and they just 
they feel inclined to fucking do it too. I don't yeah. know what it is about it. It's weird. I do think that maybe it could be that since there's so much fire and smoke, they feel like they could just go start a fire and nobody would really notice. But why is that your yeah, thought? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah I mean? but the, to get to that point, is like, what the fuck? Yeah, so weird. Yeah, it, th- this fire stuff is strange. There's I mean, so many fires, bro. Yeah, all over the place, too. So many. I was driving back home from work, and I seen a fire on the side of uh, over by Tacoma Mall. I was like, what the fuck? And then later on that night, like, all the f- smoke from Eastern Washington came over, but... yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't even this bad yesterday. I remember looking out the window yesterday. I was like, what the fuck? And even the other night when the the smoke started really bad mm-hmm. and it was like sunset, I went out to walk the dog and I'm like looking around. I'm like, dude, it looks like some fucking... It looks like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I did see a tweet where somebody said 2020 is what we all expected 2012 to be. Yeah. I was like, shit. That's real. Um, huge T-Rex is lifted into Lillington Garden by Cranes as a surprise for wife after she told her husband to make the garden look nice. Wait, so he, he got a fake T-Rex. He got a huge T-Rex statue, <laughs> got some big ass cranes, That's tight. lowered the shit in the backyard to make the garden look nice. But I mean, in his defense, the wife never said how. And it looks pretty cool to me. I think it looks dope. Yeah. Damn, I had something to go off what you were just saying, but I forgot. Oh, speaking of gardens, did you see that the, you know, Melania redid the White House garden? Did she? We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Oh, well, so basically she redid the garden, took out like these trees that Jackie O planted. They claimed that they planted them somewhere else on the White House lawn, but I don't know. But it just looks like super bland. Come to find out the reason why they were doing that was to make more space because they were doing the RNC thing there. Mm. Turns out that the fucking garden, uh, I think it got flooded or something. Like the sprinkler system got fucked up and flooded the garden. I was like, man, that's not God talking. I don't know what it is, man. That's crazy. Over here, fucking up historical plants in the process. Yeah, I mean, all those uh, Quanon, JFK Jr., I mean, they're taking Jackie O's trees. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah, real talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What the fuck? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got anything else, man? Uh, I guess the only other thing I had was you saw the leaked tape come out about Trump saying that he knew about the coronavirus yeah. on like, February 7th. But we've known that, though. Yeah, the wildest <laughs> thing is they keep trying to defend it, though. They keep tra- people keep trying to say, oh, well, if China didn't do this, if China didn't do that, it doesn't matter. How we responded to it was what mattered. Yeah. I saw this, uh, someone posted this. Let me see if I can find it real fast. I saw this post about COVID and how our country is handling it. It said, so basically America has adapted to working, living, and operating in a whole pandemic. I'm guilty of this also, but it just hit me that we made our living with COVID-19 our new normal instead of trying to get rid of it completely like other countries have done. That's how warped our minds are. 1,000%. I might have seen the same tweet, too. Fucking like, crazy. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, just the, the amount of people that are still trying to defend what Trump is saying. Like, he called it a hoax for weeks. Mm-hmm. A democratic hoax that would just disappear. Mm-hmm. I can understand him saying, oh, I wanted to downplay the panic. That's not downplaying the panic. That's flat out lying to everybody. Yeah. Did you see the reporter that tried to press him about it? He's like, why did you Why did you lie to the American people? And he goes, that's a nasty question. Yep. Yeah, that's all. That's his only retort. He said He pretty much said the same thing. Like, that's a bad excuse. Or what did he say? I don't know. Damn, I forget what he said. You know, I've been trying to, I want to stay informed about what he's saying and what's going on. So I try to watch some of his pressers. And every time something comes out, his pressers get more and more wild. Mm -hmm. And after like five minutes of the last one, I was like, I can't keep watching these. I got to turn it off. I thought it was old at first. And then when I saw the date on it, I was like, oh shit, this is is now? What the fuck? Still arguing. Uh, I did want to say one cool thing that I saw today was uh, today, of course, is the September 11th anniversary. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Biden and Pence and Trump, they're all at odds with each other. They all don't like each other. But I saw that they, they were Biden and Pence actually happened to be at the 9-11 Memorial at the same time. Biden went over there and talked to some of the Republicans and gave him a little, he gave Pence a little, you know, elbow bump or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that that's really cool that for at least one day we can put all the politics and shit aside 
and just remember the people that remember everything that happened on 9 11. Hey, I feel you, but I feel like they're all on the same team anyway. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. But I mean, it's just cool to see, especially with how, how much Trump always, you know, he tries to create division and stuff. And it was nice to see people taking the high road, even if. Even if it's all like a smoke and mirrors thing to mm-hmm. make us all look like or make make us all think that they're cool and all that. Like the gesture in a time when there's so much division, I thought was a cool gesture. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know how I feel about politics? This changing the subject, but still yeah. relevant. This is how I feel about politics. So I was never into like WWE and oh, I was. WWF. I was never sure really into that. Like I just, I saw straight through it too easily. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... I don't know. I feel like the fact that all these people act like they're enemies in the ring and, you know, behind the scenes, obviously they're buddies. You right. know what I mean, this is the same shit with the politicians right now. That's yeah. exactly how I see it right now. That's why I feel like it's so hard for me to engage with the political spectacles that they mm-hmm. perform all the time. Because I'm just like, bro, you're talking so much shit about this person. This is your friend. Right. Or you're talking so much shit about this person. Now you're running with them? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah. And, like, even my grandma always says, she's like, wasn't uh, Trump's daughter and um, and Hillary Clinton's daughter best friends back in the day? And I was like, yeah, I think that they were friends at one point. I was like, so... Probably. It, the politics end up splitting everybody apart. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I'm just... Uh, I'm going to be glad when this election's over, but this, this isn't going to stop anytime soon, so... Yeah. This shit's going to be wild. I do think, though, that if Trump doesn't win, I can foresee a situation... Or, I mean, if Trump wins, I can foresee a situation where the Democrats take back the Senate and move to impeach him again. And they might just win this time because they control the Senate. Or they would control the Senate if they... Depending on the election. Mm. I mean, I guess I don't know enough. But at the same time, the way... What I understand and how I see people move by simplifying everything, I see Trump out here running fucking wild, doing what he wants to do. Just showing his dick everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Has been up for impeachment once, slid past that shit. Yeah, um, it's, I feel like it happened again. But like, the reason, why not? But the reason this was a difference between then and now is because the Republicans controlled the Senate Got last it. time. So now, if, if the Democrats can get a hold of the Senate, they can move to impeach him, and it'll actually happen. Hmm. I mean, that'd be great. But Theoretically, we'll I mean, we'll yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, who knows how many of these these Democrats are secret Trump supporters too, or vice versa? How I many Republicans are? Yeah, I think about this shit all the time. Like, there's the two major uh, two main teams. And there are only so many spots that you can get a job. So you just kind of get in where you fit in to get the check. Yeah. But I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, you see the ones that are usually really successful in politics are the people that play both sides. Yeah. Like, they're the ones that stay in power the longest because they fuck with both sides. Like uh, Mitt Romney's a good example. He's been a fucking in government for how long? And he's a, Rep- a Republican, but Democrats respect the hell out of him, too. Yeah. Mitt Romney does seem to get like it does seem like he has good face with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, even people on the opposite um, spectrum of thought process. Right. They're like, yeah, I mean, he's about his shit, whatever. But I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about him. Yeah. But. Yeah. From just from what I could tell, he seems to be a person that's favored by both sides. Yeah. I, except I think Republicans are probably not liking what, much of what he's been doing lately. But like, I haven't paid attention. Uh, he just like showed up to like protests and stuff. Oh, well. Which I thought that was cool. Yeah. 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 So virtual learning. It's a whole new norm right now. Yeah, I need to hear your side of this because you've actually been in the thick of it. Dog, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my son is in second grade and he is Damn, starting. Yeah, hella fast. He started um, virtual learning this week. And the process of actually getting him registered and all that shit is a lot more difficult than I thought it would be because they're trying to create the system for every single grade all at the same time. Yep. Every grade has different requirements. 
they're trying to teach these teachers how to do like how to create classes mm -hmm. and they're trying to teach these teachers how to use the software to communicate with these kids because there's so many options like muting your mic muting your uh, video raising your hand there's a button to raise your hand there's a button to lower your hand all these things that these kids have to do in class yep. and this teacher is trying to teach seven-year-olds to do this right and pay attention on a computer screen. Exactly. That's okay. We'll get yeah. to that in a second. So he's been in school for three days now. Mm -hmm. All three days, the teacher has explained this to the kids. I'm like, bro, you're going to teach these kids this every day for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like, this is a lot of steps for these seven-year-olds to grasp on a computer. Mm -hmm. Like, it's interesting to see how well my son can navigate on the computer, but it's also crazy how many things that he has to do on the computer or how much things that he has to remember to do on the computer. That's a whole nother thing. Now about getting to... Um, kids paying attention on the computer screen. My son, and I don't even just mean like my son, a seven-year-old's attention span like that. Yeah. Like that, bro. This guy, he's over here yawning. He's over here about to fall asleep. He's distracted by whatever is in the background, the dogs. He's always asking to eat because he knows the kitchen's right there. Yeah. Like all these things, bro. And this is one kid. Yeah. Like she has a class of 30 people yep. and they split the class up. So it's like three hours in the morning and the last three hours they do their own shit. But on the second three hours... The other half of the class does online. Oh, okay. right. And then the first three hours they were doing like their at home shit. So how personally. many, how many kids uh, are, are online at a time with Wes? Maybe like 15. Okay. Something like that. It's um, a little bit more manageable than 35 or. Yeah. There's about 30 kids in the class, but they yeah. uh, alternate shit. I just think it's so crazy. Like it's so difficult for these teachers to teach these kids and then also teach these kids how to use the software. Like right. you're teaching them two different things, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, these teachers are trying to entertain these kids non-stop in order to get them to pay attention like in a classroom kids can entertain each other right they don't really have that option no they don't have any social interaction except for their family who's at home because well they have to mute all the mics because the kids would just over talk or yeah. talk over the teacher right so the uh, the teacher has to entertain these kids non-stop she has to take these like five minute breaks because she's going fucking crazy yeah you know what i mean dude the shit is ridiculous um the story I was going to tell you, though, so there's a teacher that I know very well, and he has this, um, I think it's a weight training class online or something like that. Uh, he has a few classes, but this, this happened in his weight training class. Anyway, he was teaching the class, and all of a sudden, gay porn pops up, oh. right? Whoa. On the Zoom screen. Yeah. So all the kids can see it. Yeah. He tries to exit out of the screen, and he thought that he closed the whole chat. So he gets exited out for like, what, 10 minutes or something like yeah. that. He brings it back on. The gay porn's still there Damn. because he didn't turn off the chat. Yeah. He just closed the screen. Oh, shit. Yeah, bro. So he got, uh, he didn't really in trouble because if you have a login ID, anybody can log in. Oh, okay. So if some kid gave it to somebody else yeah. to log in, anybody can do it. And this is fucking high school. Of right. course they did yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so he had this mom fucking calling the office like, you got gay porn playing for my kids, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Freaking, there reminds like, me of uh, River Bad Boys too. Which he's like, you got gay, you got gay porn all over your fucking TVs. Remember when they walk in? Oh yeah, <laughs> y'all need Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. Yeah, come on, the fuckers need Jesus. Yeah, man, <laughs> pretty much like that shit. Yeah, but my thing is though, was like, she was freaking out at this dude having gay porn on the screen as if he did this shit on purpose. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's not trying to expose your kids to gay porn. Obviously not. You know what yeah. I mean? But this is just what, two, three days of me observing yeah. virtual learning. I'm like, whoa, this is about to be a fucking rocky thing for a lot of people. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. 
I mean, and I think that we don't talk enough about the teachers, too. I mean, we're so focused on how this affects the students, but the teachers have a whole other learning curve, too, that they have to. And I don't think people take into account any of that. So, yeah, shout out to the teachers, for sure. Shout out to the teachers, man. Because this is, I mean, everybody's learning as we go. And, you know, the teachers have the stress of hearing from the parents about how their kids are not performing well in these classes. But it's like the teacher, what can the teacher do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> other <And> than, <coughs> well, I was just going to say, other than to, to chat with them and tell them to, something to do. But, I mean you lose that personal connection too over the internet. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, so the teacher is teaching the kids how to use the software, mm-hmm. teaching the kids the curriculum, and they're teaching the parents how to use the software as well. Yep. Because most of these parents don't know how to use it, or they're using a tablet, which is a different interface than the laptop, or using a phone, which is a different interface than the tablet. Right. You know what I mean? So everyone's seeing different shit. Like, bro. It's crazy. It is it's wild, man. Like, Because I remember even when I was in college, we had Blackboard... I think that's what it was called, Blackboard, where, you know, you could do your homework online and turn it in, but that shit would crash, like, every other day because mm-hmm. there were so many people trying to turn their homework in at the same... Well, me, it was 11.59. Yeah, this guy. That's why. <laughs> yeah. All y'all motherfuckers turned in at the last second. It's like, weird, you, Bryant, and Brady's papers all look the same. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, man, it's tough, though. So, do they assign homework during this time? So, they do have homework, but it's like... Um, I guess all the work is out, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have, like I was saying, like the first three hours of the day, he's online with the teacher. Oh, and then they do their three-hour work. And then they do three hours work after, right? And then the other half of the class is the opposite. Yeah. So that homework, or that... Yeah, that homework yeah. is done at home anyway. So it's, for, it's like a study period almost. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, they just do like their little packet or the workbook or whatever. But that's the homework. Um, in general, though, what do you think about homework? Like, what do you think about... Do you think of this... Because I guess uh, well, the reason why I ask is on Twitter and TikTok and stuff. I mean, I don't have TikTok, but I've seen the Twitter videos of it. There's teachers, younger teachers coming out and saying they don't like assigning uh, students homework because they feel like that's an extra thing that they have to do after already learning for how many hours a day. I think one of the perfect examples that the teacher gave is when we're done working, we come home and we get to do whatever we want. We're, I mean, some people do end up having to work after work hours, but for the most part, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids, you don't really give them a choice on that. Yeah. I think that these teachers are... I think that they're dope for understanding that kids have a life outside of school. 100%. It's just, I don't know, it's a weird tradition. I don't know why homework even started. Yeah. Like, you go to school every day. I would assume maybe it's for, like, a discipline thing, like, teaching kids to be disciplined outside of school. Maybe. You know, like, to, to I don't know, but I feel like it just creates a wave of robots. Like, if you have to do your work, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, it's, I think I, maybe that's a, tri- a way of tricking people into the workforce. I know me, for example... Like, when I look back at my school years and doing homework, bro, of the schoolwork that I did, it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting the answers from somebody else. Yeah. So, I, it didn't. It never helped me. Yeah. Actually, let me say this. It could have helped me. Maybe. I don't know, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm fine. Yeah, I think you do, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's my thing. It's like... I, I feel like it's unnecessary. Obviously, if you have a test and you don't know the shit, you should probably stay. Yeah, 100%. But, I mean, if you're... I don't know, just giving a kid uh, like a, a letter booklet so they have to just rewrite the letter A 1,000 times over and over and over yeah. when they're already doing that for eight hours in a class already. Like, I don't understand the point of doing that. Right, and then to the kid, that makes it seem more like it's punishment than exactly. actual homework. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Even in college, though, too, it would be crazy. Teachers would assign, like, these... You have to read four chapters and it's 200 pages in the next three days, not taking into consideration that a lot of people work during the time they're in mm-hmm. college, people play sports, and fucking people want to have a life outside of school. People have other classes. That too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I don't understand why teachers want to run kids into the ground. I don't even know if they realize that they're doing that. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Or they're, and I, I don't honestly just put it on the teachers. I, I feel like they are forced by superintendents and whoever to, to mandate homework and things like that. I do mm-hmm. think that some teachers can probably give, have the opportunity, depending on maybe what kind of curriculum they're teaching, to not assign homework. Mm-hmm. But I do think that maybe the school systems are pressuring people into assigning homework. I think that there should be like an outline of what the kid, I'm, I know they have rubrics, rubrics or whatever, but like an outline. Is it rubric? Syllabus. Syllabus. Well, yeah, I think a rubric. Was, we used to get rubrics. Like I don't that, even know yeah, the yeah. Whatever. They have a thing that maybe, shows. Maybe good for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have a thing that shows like the overall objective of what they're going to learn in the class, right? Yeah. If they're doing extra shit that's not going towards the objective, like literally the objective that I need to pass this grade that is required from the state or the university or the high school or whatever it is. Why am I doing the extra shit? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're going there to get the grade to move on to the next thing. Right. So why are you giving me extra shit? Yeah. Strange stuff. I do think it's really dope though. The teachers are coming out and speaking about more about it and taking into consideration kids. I mean, it's not even just kids like high schoolers. That's a lot of stress. Dude, I would love going to class, not having homework. I would be so much more engaged. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, let's learn. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I might actually go into your class today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I think that school should start later. Yeah, I think that's the thing, too. I think that they try to make people start early so that you get used to getting up early. But, I mean... I think that they started school early because there was somebody whose work schedule conflicted <laughs> that had power <laughs> and made everyone else follow the lead or whatever. Yeah, thanks a lot, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, my son, he started at <laughs> 9. Okay, yeah, Which that's is way better. Yeah. yeah, like, he's awake, he's attentive, he's not... I don't know, having a morning fit. Like he's already yeah. eating breakfast. Like he's there. He's ready. Well, just think about even as adults, like how much different it feels when you wake up at six compared to when you wake up at nine. Bro, I start at five thirty in the morning. And I feel like shit. Yeah, I used to I work. I feel at, like get shit. up at four a.m. and be at work by five, and that shit was not yeah, fun. It's just tough, man. Like my body is not, and my brain's active. not ready to move at that hour. Mm-hmm. I feel like every morning I battle sickness. Going into work. Dude, some days, like, when I when I used to work really early shifts, I would wake up and I would just feel, like, groggy mm-hmm. and nasty. Like, I didn't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, my body didn't have enough time to process itself. Yeah. It's not natural, man. Oh. The sun's not even up yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, like, I'm in a rush to get to work, so now I'm getting donuts and an energy drink. And yeah. I'm just putting myself on such a bad spot for the rest of the day. And I'm in a grumpy mood because I'm up at four, like... That is crazy though. Like I actually stopped taking energy drinks first thing in the morning or drinking energy drinks first thing in the morning because <laughs> You're just uh, yeah, exactly. Fucking hydrocorn cleaner right in my ass cheek. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> um, no, nah, I stopped doing that because I would drink the energy drink on my way to work and I would be up enough to say hello to people. <laughs> but then like 30 minutes after that, yeah. I'm not ready to do shit, bro. Yeah. I'm just sitting back ready to fall right back to sleep. It's crazy. And then you think you have to overcompensate by drinking more energy drinks exactly. or more coffee. Yep. Yeah, crazy shit. Vicious cycle. Yep, but shout out to all the students, shout out to all the teachers. I know it's not an easy time for either of you guys, but if we can can stick through this together, we can get through this together. Hopefully we just go back to school. Yeah. (laughs) This is just crazy, bro. Yeah. Um, Come on, Trump, you got this, man. Yeah. Cure, cure us from COVID, bro. You got this, man. I don't know the way it's looking. I think that there might there might be a fucking vaccine that pops up right before the election starts. Yeah, JFK Jr. is about to be like, hey, guys, I got (laughs) you. I got you with the COVID oh, cure. J- JFK Jr. being a COVID vaccine peddler is hilarious. That's, That's a conspiracy in its own. Yeah, real talk. Yeah, I mean, uh, not to get like too deep into anxiety, but uh, even with yesterday, uh, the Skip Bayless stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, yesterday Skip Bayless came out and had some comments regarding Dak Prescott. Um, if you don't know like Dak's backstory, he lost his mom not too long ago and then lost his brother to suicide. 
Um, and Skip had came out and made some comments. Well, first off, Dak came out and said that he's been depressed. Mm-hmm. He's been going through a lot of dark times with everything going on. And Skip came out and made it a point to question his character and his leadership because he came out and said he was depressed. To me, that's a true definition of a leader because it's somebody that you would expect to have this amazing life because they're an athlete, because they're a prominent sports star, because they're a millionaire, that they would be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. It takes more courage for him in his position to come out and say that. And then it tells the regular person, hey... Every, they're just like us. These things can happen to anybody. I'm, I don't have to feel weird because it's happening to me. For sure. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it does take a big person to acknowledge their own situation and then to even express it. That's a whole nother level. I agree with you. And with so much going on right now, I mean, like, Skip, it's just the wrong time to say that. It, that you shouldn't be saying this, period, but such the wrong time. Like, he lost his brother to suicide. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned this on Suicide Prevention Day. Yeah, that's wild. And like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what kind of games are we playing out here? If this is for clicks and views, like... Sometimes people need to get punched in the nose for that kind of stuff. And yeah. this isn't the first time Skip... He's always attacking black guys. Like, it's weird. Remember Dame a couple months ago? Mm-hmm. Didn't Dame say that uh, Skip was depressed because he might not get his network back? So mm-hmm. what's the difference between you not getting your network back and Dak being depressed over his brother? Yeah. How do you handle your anxiety? I feel like everybody has a level of anxiety. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with yours? Well, first, I do want to say, like, I feel like I didn't... I used to not be consciously aware that I had anxiety. Mm-hmm. I know um, we kind of touched on this before. Yeah, because I think we don't, people don't, when we were growing up, people didn't talk about mental health or anxiety or things like that. So when somebody was anxious, you just thought that they had like some kind of like clinical problem, mm-hmm. you know? But as I got older and just started experiencing more things, like I started getting more and more anxious. Now people are actually talking about anxiety and these things. But like for me personally, the thing that helps me get over anxiety is just taking a fucking breather. Honestly, mm-hmm. I used to be a person that as soon as something happened, I had to react. I had to, it was like a quick reaction and it was usually out of anger. It was usually out of whatever frustration or whatever. And so just taking a step back and analyzing the situation as a whole. Yeah. I like what you said about how you didn't even realize that you had anxiety just because no one really talked about what it is. Mm-hmm. For me, that reminds me of, so th- the first time I ever put contacts in, I was like, Oh shit. Like this is what you're supposed to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't know that I even had a problem. I thought the blurry ass world was what it was supposed <laughs> yeah, to be. Yeah, how it was supposed to be. I didn't realize that there was a fix. Mm-hmm. The fact that people have recently started talking about anxiety and you realize like, oh, this isn't right. This isn't normal. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's dope that it's even being brought up so that people can understand like, okay, yeah, there is something that, you know, you can get you can fix this and possibly i think it's cool that now there's a community of people talking about it like kevin love came out months ago and talked about his like there's a bunch of people actually speaking on it now because i think before it used to be such a like a taboo subject like oh my god if he has anxiety maybe he's crazy or like mm-hmm. you know stuff like that and i'll be one of those people too that when people had severe anxiety i was like why doesn't he just take a breather or something until i started experiencing it for myself and mm-hmm. i was like man i feel like an asshole for even thinking about somebody in that way because now i've felt that mm-hmm Dude, the world is so crazy now that I feel like it's so hard to not have anxiety. Right. And then we talked about like social media and time and all mm-hmm. that. Like that just adds to it. Yeah. Especially the, that's another thing that's helped me a lot with my anxiety. The comparison thing. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I used to get really anxious, especially about the future and comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. But now I realize that I'm taking a different path than everybody else is taking. I'm doing something different than what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Like just because it doesn't align at their timeline doesn't mean that I'm somehow missing a step. I'm just going to get to where I need to go in a different different time span or whatever. 100%. The way that I handle mine, like I don't go on Facebook. Um, the Instagram I do have. Like, all I follow is food and cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even log into our um, podcast mm-hmm. one because then it gets to a point where 
I compare ourselves to ourselves too much. Right. Like I compare ourselves to expectations. Um, just all these things like just, or this podcast is doing this, but I feel like we're better than them. Like how come our numbers aren't looking like that? Or yeah. I feel like our podcast was so good. The last one, like I feel like we had a dope ass flow. Like how come the numbers are low? So I just try to stay away from that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you handle it better. Yeah. Than me. Well, no, when it comes I mean, to looking at the numbers. No, for the number thing too. I mean, I get anxious too. If like, Oh, we can some, switch off. Oh no. But what I'm saying is like, there's times when we, we would do like, like a bunch of, a bunch of listens right in a row, right? But then there's sometimes when we get a hundred, and I'm like, damn, I really felt like that episode went. Like, yeah. I don't get why it's just not. But a lot of it's just timing and clicking mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But yeah, like we're doing something that a lot of people have never done before, like with the podcasting stuff, and we're taking a risk doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, by putting ourselves out there, that does add anxiety. And people think that a podcast is just getting on here and we just talk, but there's so much more that goes to this shit. Like editing, we do the video stuff, we do advertising, and we do it all ourselves. We're not, we don't take money from anybody. We don't. We don't have a manager. We don't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But one thing I will say about the podcast, it's helped me with my anxiety because things that I used to get anxious over, like right now with the politics and everything going on, now I have an outlet or we have an outlet yeah. to talk about these things. That's huge too. I guess that is one thing that I overlook all the time. I think about all the ways that I try to calm down my anxiety and I always overlook the fact that we do talk out a lot of issues all the time on the mm-hmm. podcast and that is super beneficial to me right like just talking to your friend in general is yeah. huge like you don't have to be on a microphone talking but yeah like talking to you bro like about issues and shit it definitely clears my mind like i low-key need this shit oh you know same I mean? yeah yeah like uh and yeah that's that's a good reminder too with the suicide prevention and everything to check on your friends like jim called me the other day mm-hmm. and i was busy and was out doing something and i was about to decline this call and just text him but i was like you know what i didn't pick up this call the last time he called let me just hop on the phone and talk to him. Ended up having a great conversation. I mean, I had to sit in a parking lot and talk to him for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, but I didn't care. Yeah. Like, it was just good to hear his voice. That sounds weird. <laughs> it was good to hear my guy's voice, man. Yeah. We, we need to normalize making that okay. I think is if you say my guy's voice, it's not yeah. weird sounding. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so nice to hear his voice. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out, Jim. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, this podcast helps so much. Like, it honestly does. I think just finding a creative outlet helps. Yeah, I agree with that. I, uh, I told you some of the shit that I'm doing, some extra shit on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, like, just don't stop trying to search for, like, creative shit to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm always looking for something to do, always. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like what's the shit that you like to do? Just dabble in it. Who knows what it'll turn into. Right. Like, uh, even if the stuff that you already feel pulled towards, like, for me, for, like, hip-hop stuff, like, mm-hmm. we can talk about hip-hop and things like that on here. Like, you can make your interest into something bigger or into a, a hobby that's go- going to help with your mental health too mm-hmm. yeah for the podcast i mean it's just helped me a lot i just love and uh it even opens up conversations with people like like shane shane and i have a bunch of political conversations that we might have not had if it wasn't for this podcast like now he we talk about the things that i talk about on here or we talk about or it just opens up so much more with other people too yeah i agree with that yeah man you gotta you just always gotta just make sure that you stay sharp bro because it's really easy for the world to bring you down yeah and so easy especially right now with people when especially when somebody's doing bad people like to pig pile on them Mm -hmm. it's a it's a very weird time where when something's going on with somebody instead of people trying to uplift that person and get them through it they all just throw the mud on them at the same time it's easier that's why yeah the path of least resistance but i also think that has a lot to do with people holding in fucking internal grudges and just waiting for a moment to strike too oh i'm sure a lot of it has to go back to personal as well Yeah. yeah but yeah just shout out to everybody man just uh you know, find some kind of way. It could be just taking a walk. It could be just listening to your favorite music, but just find some kind of outlet. Don't just sit there and think. I think that's where a lot of these things end up happening is people just sit there in their head and, and just think. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do need to sit there in your head and think too. Yeah, that might true. be an answer. 
it's I know it's uh, it could be a scary place, but sometimes you do have to go in there and straighten shit out yourself yeah. or, or be face to face with some shit that you really don't want to be face to face with. And I think that like a lot of the times, like even for me, my mental health, a lot of it is a testament to the support system that I have around me. I have people I can go to. I could call my mom. I could call you. I could call Shane. Like I mm-hmm. have people. I understand though that there might be people that don't have that. Mm hmm. You know, so my, my thoughts and prayers are with those people, mm-hmm. especially in this time, like where we have to be quarantined and shit. Like I can imagine like just feeling depressed and suicidal in this time too. Man, real shit. If you don't feel like you have a support system, like hit us up. Yeah. I mean, I don't like, mind listening. Talk to yeah. y'all. Shit. I mean, I could at least make you make some uncomfortable jokes and, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know maybe get a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah. Hit us up on our Instagram or whatever. Just yeah. DM us and... Yeah, because we're all, uh, like, I keep, this sounds cheesy and I keep saying this, but we are really all in this together. And I think that that's what we forget. Like, at the end of the day, we're, we're a whole race of people. Like, we're, uh, we're all going to die. We're all, everything, like, we're all going to go through similar experiences. Why can't we come together with those experiences? That's why I like this whole community of people talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Uh, conspiracy time. Oh, I'm excited for this one. I mean, I'm excited for all of them, but this one is, uh, Considering everything that's been going on this recently with the fires and stuff, like this just makes this shit more weirder. Yeah. What are we talking about today? We're talking about HARP. Did you, do you know the actual what the actual acronym stands for? High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Mm. Yeah. Auroral, huh? Auroral. Arousing? Auroral? Yeah. How do you say auroral? Uh, auroral, yeah. I think I'm assuming right. it has to do with like aurora borealis and shit because it has to do with the ionosphere. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't put that together, but yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically it's a weather machine or what people, uh, so the, what I was reading out of it is it's, it sends electromagnetic shocks out to the ionosphere. Yeah. Well, it's not a weather machine per se. Okay. It's more of a, it's an ionospheric research instrument that sends high power radio frequency. It's a high power radio frequency transmitter facility operating in high frequency band. Yeah. I, I think one of the one interesting things I saw was they could shoot some kind of ray down and it would be able to improve submarines communications. Cause I guess like salt water fucks with communication. Oh, possibly. Like That's a, interesting. the lower that the submarine gets, the less and less it can talk to whoever it needs to. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a huge conspiracy behind it. This, uh, this facility is in, I think it was Alaska, right? Gakona, Alaska. Yeah. yeah. So like in the middle of fucking nowhere, that sounds like some place where somewhere you would go down. Yeah, it is. Um, there's a lot of conspiracies behind it because of the things that they can do in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. right? And one of the biggest things, one of the biggest conspiracies about it is that it is a weather manipulation machine. Right. So you can take, or you can create storms when you want to, or you can move storms out the way. Which is, <laughs> which is crazy. And if someone had the ability to do that, like, you don't even need an army. Right. Like you think about, uh, even just being able to manipulate fog, like mm-hmm. how much of that can change a war. Yeah. Like if you can't see, you can't shoot. Hell yeah, man. You create fog and then send a hurricane right through there. Oh my God. Bro. Like that's bigger than a, a nuclear bomb. Right. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. There's a lot of allegations about this place. Uh, I could read a few if you want. Yeah. Let's hear some of these. Cause I, I saw some of them, but some of them sounded kind of crazy. All right. It said that, uh, Nick Baggett, 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 whatever. <laughs> whatever his name is. Um, has claimed that the HARP facility, we're going to call it HARP because that's its acronym, uh, can trigger earthquakes and turn upper atmosphere into a giant lens so that the sky would literally appear to burn. This is somebody who <clears throat> um, is the son of the U.S. Representative Nick Bagg. Bagg? Bagg? 
whatever. He's a former U.S. senator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then a Russian military journalist wrote that the ionospheric pressure would trigger a cascade of electrons that could flip the Earth's magnetic poles. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I don't know what type of shit would fuck up in that. Well, because I think that they talk about, um, like, inside of us, like, the, the some around something with the poles can, can um, change our moods. Like, it can alter, mm. it can make people violent and stuff. Mm, interesting. Um, I did see something where it said that they... So, according to this, the U.S. industry, the U.S. military is interested in the ionosphere because this portion of the atmosphere plays a role in transmitting radio signals. Harp sends radio beams into the ionosphere to study the responses from it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a like a highway for radio. Yeah, waves, pretty much. Yeah. Um, something that I saw that was interesting. It said the Alaska state legislation and the European Parliament held hearings about Harp, and the European Parliament cited that it had environmental concerns. Not exactly sure what the concerns were, but yeah. if you want to be a conspiracy theorist about this conspiracy theory, that's where you probably want to look. Yeah. I saw some of the things that could be attributed to it were uh, 2011 earthquake and tsunami in Japan, uh, the Moore, Oklahoma tornado 2013, a landslide in 2006 in the Philippines, and more natural disasters. And let me just say, these are just things that people think are contributed to this. I'm not giving any mm-hmm. credence or anything to it. Did you say the hurricane in Haiti? It's all in respect. That was uh, another one. Oh, I did not see that one. Yeah. Um, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. The former, former governor. Wrestler. Yeah. Former governor of Minnesota, ex-professional wrestler. Speaking of WWE. Yeah. He is a huge conspiracy nut. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he had a TV show actually about conspiracies. Oh, too. yeah. 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 But yeah. He's convinced that, um, the radio waves sent from harp is designed for mind control purposes. Hmm. Yeah. Which could aid to the, the polar, polar switching. switching. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think if you just take this down to the very minimal of what it is, zapping beams into the ionosphere doesn't seem like a very smart idea. Yeah. Uh, physicist Bernard Eastland claimed that HARP includes technologies and capabilities not only to modify weather, but to neutralize satellites. So that can also be like a different type of a war game. Yeah. That's interesting. I did see that around the time they were researching for HARP, they were also researching... Um, let me pull it up. It was... They were... The U.S. military was actively planning to invest in weather modification technology, and one of them was a space-based high-energy laser, laser system, a hugely powerful chemical laser with the ability to hit targets on the ground, in air, and in space. Mm. That'd be scary. What about sharks with lasers attached to their head? Laser beams attached to their <laughs> freaking heads. Hell yeah. That would be wild if you were just, like, sitting there and all of a sudden a fucking laser beam will... Um, I did see, and uh, you know, I don't want to make we're all, this is all conspiracy talk and everything, but with the fires in California, right? Somebody tried to claim that they saw on the some kind of weather map thing, like a flash, right before all the fires started. Mm. Who knows? I mean, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've also seen Harp. Um, they were uh, believed to be involved. Do you remember when those crazy wildfires happened, like last year, I think, mm-hmm. and people were like driving through the fires and yeah. everything. I saw that the, there was a conspiracy theory that if you tracked where all the fires went, it went down like a pipeline, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be where that super highway that Tesla was building. Oh, the boring company. Yeah, so they were trying to move all the people out of there, so they created these fires to get them out of there, out of the tunnel. Out of the way of where the tunnel's being built so that they could build, uh, like, high-rises and shit around it. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, honestly, dude, it, we fuck with a lot of stuff we're not supposed to be fucking with, so weather manipulation, I mean, seems like it could very well be possible. Yeah. Um, there's some scientists that say that this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, the theories were completely uninformed, as Professor 
Umran Enan told Popular Science, um, he says that even though the power of harp radiates, or even though the power that harp radiates is very large, it's minuscule compared to the power of a lightning flash. And there are 50 to 100 lightning flashes every second. That's crazy. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he's on the payroll. (laughs) Yeah. Well, going back to the lightning strikes too, that's another crazy thing about the California wildfires. And this is like people's way of trying to prove that climate control is real. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently there's been like 1200 lightning strikes in that area in the last three days, which is an unheard of amount for a three day period. Interesting. But, and they say that that's attributed to the, you know, the whole globe is getting warmer, which makes so that, I don't know, like the air is more, has more electricity. I'm not a weatherman, so. Hmm. Closest thing to weatherman I am is listening to the little Wayne song. <laughs> this guy. So I don't know if you knew this, but in 2016, the University of Alaska Fairbanks Geophysical Institute actually opened the doors to HARP because they're partial owners of this facility, yeah. research facility. They opened the doors to HARP in August of 2016, <laughs> um, allowing visitors to tour the complex to dispel any conspiracies. But... The facility, I believe, had shut down that year anyway. Yeah, I think that's when the Air Force pulled out of it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, you guys can come look, but whatever we were doing, <laughs> yeah. we're not doing anymore. So. Bro, we had that shit on trucks the day after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I also saw something about uh, that it, 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 the harp would be capable of altering the very fabric of reality. Hmm. I, I guess like I mean, alternating the weather is alternating reality because we're not supposed to be able to control the Well, I mean, whatever considering whatever you believe in but that's supposed to be controlling the weather do you think that humans are supposed to be able to do whatever we want no i think maybe god just was watching us and was like you know what you guys are fucking up too much i'm gonna go start a different planet mm. i honestly don't know man because like with the te- the way technology's advanced so much it's just like were we supposed to have these things like is this supposed to be the way civilization is or were you supposed to have cars i feel like it is yeah it's weird it's weird. Yeah. But we're so far away from living on the land. You know yeah, what I mean? that's true. That it seems like this is how it was. This was a natural evolution. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Where is it at? Did you see that, you know, the St. Louis Arch? Yeah. Did you see that that there's a conspiracy on that, that it was a possible weather modification experiment? Hmm. Yeah. So, and it was to harness the weather. So to either push away storms or to bring in storms. And... So why would you want to put that in a major city? if It, it wasn't a major city at the time. Yeah, this was in like 1960. Oh, okay. I yeah. was like, uh... Supposedly the steel legs can create an ionic pulse that pushes storms out of the way. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting, but it didn't work too well, and now it's a tourist attraction. And you can actually go inside of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You might have to check it out sometime. Yeah. They ask you if you're claustrophobic, though, because you have to go inside this little tube, like this little uh, orb, and it goes to the top. Oh, like you sit in it and it takes just you? takes you. It's like a little escalator elevator. Ooh, I don't know about all that. It's hella high up, man. Yeah. I wonder if that thing like waves in the wind too. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, what are your thoughts on climate change? Um, the climate is definitely changing. <laughs> yeah. I just, don't, I just don't understand how people cannot think that we're not fucking up the ozone and shit. All I know is Washington rarely hits 100 and it's at least had a 100 degree day every year for the past well, it's been five, 10 years. Baking lately. Yeah. So, and we just saw what happened in Denver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Like this isn't normal. Yeah. I feel like Washington state is eventually going to be the new California. Everyone's going to come out here because it's nice and hot and, um, it's not as crowded. It's California. Yeah. 
Well, if you if you let Trump tell it, the whole city's on fire. The whole, I mean, technically everything is on fire right now, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like, it's a war zone. Yeah, it's a war zone with uh, radical lefts just everywhere, just breaking things. What do you think about climate change? Oh, oh I definitely believe it's real. I mean, yeah. why would Al Gore write a book about it? No, no, I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean, Al Gore's our savior. We have proof. Could have been. Yeah. Like, we have know. we have proof though. Like, there's scientific backing to show you that the Earth is getting hotter, that things yeah. are melting at a faster rate. I think honestly, well, humans are going to be our own demise. I don't think the aliens are going to take us out. I don't think COVID is going to take us out. I think we're going to take each other out. I think it's easy for people to not see it because their personal bubble is affected in a very small way. Right. Well, uh, this brought up the thing too. So, did you see how with the fires, like in Portland, everything was red, mm-hmm. like the sky and stuff? You know, in biblical times, they have all these like supernatural occurrences that happen, mm-hmm. like the sky turns red. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe there was just a fire in another region that brought smoke over and turned it red? And maybe it's not like some thing that God did. Maybe it was just because they didn't know that there was a fire. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like what metaphors they use that were actually just like, Oh yeah, there's a fire in the next city over. Right. Uh, like what you're saying. But also with the red thing, um, you know that there's that saying like red at night, sailors delight. Mm-mm. So if the atmosphere, like if the sky is red at night, it means that there's something in the atmosphere that has to do with the pressure of whatever so the next day is pretty much gonna be sunny yeah because of the atmospheric pressure so that's the rhyme red at night sailors delight Mm -hmm. then the other thing is red in the morning sailors warning so if it's red in the morning things like low pressure which means it's gonna rain later oh shit yeah maybe i got the pressures wrong either way like shit like that could have been in the bible too you know what i mean like the sky does turn red often or like, you know, like the locusts, like maybe there just was at that period of time, there was just a bunch of locusts at that point. Like, I don't, it, maybe it wasn't some supernatural thing that caused it. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, we talked about this a with the dinosaur thing, like, uh, with mythological creatures, like dragons, like maybe people just didn't know what something was, saw it, thought it was a dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, picks of the week. Yeah. Picks of the week. I just had one this week. Um, and I want to say rest in peace first, but, uh, Mac Miller, tiny desk mm-hmm. performance, really good performance. Um, he did swimming for that one, I believe. And it was a great album. Um, so yeah, Mac Miller, Tiny Desk performance was mine for this week. Uh, rest in peace to Mac. Yeah, man. Rest um, in peace. That one was crazy. That was out of nowhere, bro. That does. Mm-hmm. I mean, all deaths are out of nowhere, but I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I talked about this on my Twitter the other day, but I, Mac's death was different for me, maybe because he was such in a close age to us mm-hmm. and it felt like he was at the point of really discovering his art and who he was. And mm-hmm. he got taken away right before that. I think that's why the Nipsey one hit me so bad too. Cause you just could tell that they were right there yeah like they were about to do some significant shit and then it got cut short see i followed max like personality mac is a, was a dope ass person yeah like early on because i remember i used to fuck with wiz's um mixtapes back in the day mac and they both went to do uh they both went through rostrum records right yeah so i would see mac all the time mm-hmm. i'm over here saying it like i was in the studio with him it but felt no. like that though. yeah it did like, watching mac listening to mac it felt like you were there like you were yeah. his homeboy so it's like damn like like we lost a friend like that's yeah. what it felt like just crazy, man. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace to Mac. My pick this week is Woke on Hulu. Oh, okay. With Lamar or with Lam Lamorne? Lamorne Morris from New Girl. Oh, fucking uh what's his name in New Girl? I don't even remember his uh, name. Oh man. Winston. Winston, yeah. And uh Blake Anderson from uh Workaholics. Oh my god. Yeah. It's pretty funny, man. I like Blake. Don't like take my oh my god for I don't like him or anything. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I think it's uh it calls out a lot of weird things about being a woke black guy, I guess. But well, so how does Blake fit into all of it? Because he's the white friend. Oh, okay. So he has a black friend and a white friend. His the black friend is 
Uh, T. Murph. I know that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, it's about the main character who gets wrongfully identified by cops and gets his ass beat, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, damn, it's crazy. I'd never thought that this would happen to me. And his black friend's like, but you're black. Yeah. So that creates, like, the whole situation, like, oh. like why do you feel like you wouldn't fit the description being a black person like, like why do you why do you feel like you're better than other black people like how is your black different from anybody else's black exactly yeah. yeah so that's what starts him to be like oh shit and he like opens his eyes like from that moment on he's woke so he sees like all these oh. things right and then he has the black friend and the white friend that are pretty much like his confidants so he can like bounce ideas but each of his friends have obviously different perspectives. Yeah. It's interesting. I like it. That sounds cool. I'll and definitely he, check that out. He starts talking to like inanimate objects and stuff too, which is funny. Like that's like the, the comic relief. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that that guy's pretty funny in New Girl. Mm-hmm. His uh, Sharpie marker is JB Smooth. Oh yeah. Voicing over it. It's that's pretty. Tight. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah. You want to get into shout outs? Yeah. Shout out. Uh, I just had a shout out just for the teachers. Uh, we kind of already shouted them out, but... After seeing, you know, the past couple of days of sure. uh, my son's teacher, and that was just for second grade, I can only imagine how it is for older kids in, like, high school when they talk shit to you. Um, yeah. I did see one teacher say uh, that she, it's the, one of the good things that comes out of being able to do this online is you can mute people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's cool. If uh, you know how to do it. A lot of teachers yeah. don't know how to do this shit. Um, I had a couple of shout outs this week. Um, shout out to all the victims of 9-11, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every year we remember this. Do, do you remember what you were doing when 9-11 happened? Yeah, man. I was, well, we were sixth grade. Yeah, I think sixth grade. Sixth grade. Um, I remember I got dropped off at school. Uh, my teacher was like crying. I remember seeing it on TV before actually going to school. But I thought it was just like a TV show. Yeah. Like a movie, like Mission Impossible or some shit on. Um, yeah, going to school and the teacher was crying. She was like, I think she actually walked out the room and our principal came in. But yeah, I, at the time I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Like I didn't know what it was. I didn't think the shit was real. I thought it was a TV show. I thought it was a movie. That shit was crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember vividly coming down the stairs and my uncle and grandma were down there and they were both watching it and like they were just both on high edge because that just meant so much for the military what was going to happen after that. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going to school and just everybody was just in a weird, it was just a weird, weird, weird day. Did you understand it at that age? Um, the only thing that I really understood was that this meant that my uncle, because I have three uncles that are in the National Guard. So mm-hmm. uh, for me, I was like, this means probably war. Mm-hmm. Like this means that my uncles are going to probably have to go and fight in war. That's the only thing that I was listening to in my head. Yeah. So you had a better understanding than me. Like I was... Bro, I didn't really pay attention to anything at that age. I feel right. like I'm just now starting to pay attention to shit. Mm-hmm. Because at that age, bro, I was just like, oh, TV show. Let's go to school. Oh, my teacher's crying? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looking back on it now, if that shit happened at this age, when we're at this age, bro, I, I have... Be, I would be crying. No idea how I would feel. Like, right. I would feel so... I don't even know. My anxiety would be through the roof, bro. Well, even like the Lebanon attack, mm-hmm. well, not attack, but the explosion, like, bro, I was hurt when yeah. I saw that happen to people. Like, I, my body just felt so shitty at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, yeah, shout out to all the victims of 9-11. Um, shout out to any of the, the police. I know right now with everything going on in this country, police and all that are being looked at a certain way. But shout out to the firefighters, the police, everybody that risked themselves that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to shout out the firefighters that are currently fighting all of our wildfires. Yeah, it's man. been hot as fuck the last couple days. These fires are out of control. Everything's going crazy. So salute 
super, super, super duper appreciation to you guys. Bro, I'm hot as shit with no clothes on. I can only imagine wearing a hundred pounds of clothes. Yeah. Fighting a fire. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Talk about anxiety. Ooh. Damn. That would be terrifying. Did I tell you I wanted to be a firefighter at one point? No. And then I realized that you got to go in the fires. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I'm cool. Uh, but the last shot I had was for Shane. Actually, his birthday is this weekend, so shout out to Shane. Hopefully, he'll stop playing scary and get on the podcast soon. Yeah, happy birthday, Shane. Uh, Taylor's birthday is this weekend, too. Oh, so. happy birthday, Tay. Happy birthday Why did I think that Tay's to my birthday wife. was in October? Mine is. Yours is in October. Oh, and shout out my mom. It's about to be her birthday, too. I'm not going to tell you guys her age because she'll probably kill me, but <laughs> shout out Bob. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm going to link it down in the description. Um, you guys should check out Shane's YouTube channel. He works really hard to put his videos together, and they're pretty dope. Yeah, it's just good. Yeah, so shout out to Shane. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And uh, yeah, is that all we got?